Rowan, the alarm lights are pulsing amber. The hallway in front of you leads you to salvation. Standing between you and freedom are the uniformed nondescript guards. They crowd the hallway. There are way too many of them. They all begin to advance slowly until one wielding a baton in one hand breaks into a run toward you, catching you a little by surprise. Time still feels so slow to me at the moment. Even in my surprise, I have a second to think as I breathe. He has a baton in his hand. I know they have knives and even a few guns. I've noted K-bars on every guard since coming to this place. But he's using a baton. They don't want to kill me. Too bad for them that I don't have those compunctions. As the first guard swings on me, I duck under his wild spin. Planting one foot, I whirl around him, grabbing the back of his collar and spinning him into my grasp. With a fluid movement, I'm able to capture his baton in the crook of my elbow and disarm him. Grabbing the baton, I stab it at the next guard, catching him directly in the larynx. The cartilage and the windpipe behind it give way far too easily, dropping him to the ground with a horrifying noise. Flinging the first guard into the oncoming swarm, I swing the baton at eye level, catching the flung guard behind the ear. My strike swings true, and he crumples to the ground as I crouch and throw the next guard over my back. He falls to the ground, mouth agape, and I stab the baton into his mouth. His eyes stay open in a grotesque parody of life, but the lights aren't on behind his eyes, and he isn't moving. They're moving faster now, using their numbers to try and overwhelm me. One of them gets behind me and wraps his arms around my torso, picking me up off the floor in a rough bear hug. That puts me on level with another guard approaching with a K-bar in his hand. That second one's smart. Grunting with effort, I swing my legs up as hard as I can. I miss the first time, but the second try turns out to be the charm, and I get my feet around the neck of the knife-wielding guard. Using the weight of the guard holding me as a fulcrum, I twist violently and snap the second guard's neck. As he falls, I maintain my grip on his, literal, dead weight, using it to drag me down and out of the bear hug. My skin burns from the rough contact, a prickling sensation that fills my senses for a second as I snatch the K-bar from the fallen guard's hand. Whirling on the balls of my feet, I execute a near-perfect rising slash into the bear hug guard's stomach. My hands freed, I shove him back into the oncoming wave of guards, his entrails leaving a sticky path between us. I'm breathing hard now, my muscles shaking from the exertion. My stamina isn't what it was before I spent God only knows how long down in this hellhole. My hands drop to my sides for a second as I gasp for air, but I don't have time to let my guard down. There's still so many of them. Two come alongside me, trying to flank me as they throw well-executed blows. They have some decent training, I'll give them that. I keep my hands and arms up, blocking each blow and twisting out of the way of kicks. Pain sizzles through my body with each block, but I can't focus on that, not when I'm watching for my opening. The one on my left gives me the opening first, my block knocking him off balance for a split second. That's all I need to drive in, throwing my body weight into a punch to his throat and driving him back against the wall. Ducking down a little, I kick up and backwards as hard as I can, aiming for the second one's throat. My aim is true, and I feel his windpipe collapse under the heel of my worn-out running shoes. He coughs wetly as he goes down, covering the rainbow laces with his blood. 
Seeming to recognize that two weren't enough to overpower me, three advance on me this time. I spare the briefest second to thank any deity listening for the narrowness of the hall. They can't swarm me all at once, not without getting in each other's way and making my job easier. The first one to reach me tries to sweep my ankles with a low kick, which I'm able to block and counter with one of my own. He stumbles, and I grab him in a tie clinch, hauling his head down as I drive my knee up into his face. The shock of impact reverberates through my whole body as his nose explodes on my knee, and I use the plumb clinch to twist him around into his buddies. My tie-up is tight, tighter than I've ever used in a gym, and I'm rewarded with the now-familiar sensation of his neck snapping under my hands before I release him into the group behind him. One of them goes down like a bowling pin, and I pounce in an instant, driving my knee down into his jaw. I feel his teeth crack between the weight of my body and the hard concrete floor, his gargled cries of pain barely registering through the fog of exhausted adrenaline. The weight of gravity presses down on me, making my shoulders slump for just a split second. They're still coming. There's so many of them. Will they ever fucking stop? Don't do this, Sam. Not right now. There's no time. Shaking off the momentary torpor, I spring to my feet and slam one heel into the felled guard's throat, making sure he won't be getting back up. They've gotten too close to me in that momentary lapse, and one to my right lands an excellent punch that rings my bell pretty good. By some miracle, my blood-splattered glasses stay on my face as I stagger back a step, stars of pain flashing across my vision. I fling my arms up into a defensive posture, blocking and twisting to try and mitigate the damage I'm taking. One of the guards, probably the burliest one I've seen yet, sweeps in from the side and snatches me up in a bear hug. I'm disoriented for a second from the sudden movement, but I almost immediately realize he's trying to haul me back to my cell. No, no, no! I snarl, struggling against his grip. I can't go back. I need out. I manage to get enough of an opening to get my arms wrapped around his neck, under his chin, and start squeezing. He gags, weakly trying to break my grip as he staggers away from the main group. My muscles are trembling with exertion, but I maintain the hold, feeling his head heat up as I choke the life out of him. His eyes roll back in his head and he falls, and I can't help the cry of pain as he lands on top of me. I'm pretty sure I cracked a rib in that fall, but I maintain the hold through the tears. His body goes limp in my grip, and I scramble out from under him as fast as I can. At least he bought me a little space, and got me out of the worst of the beating for a precious second. Staying down in a low crouch, I grapevine the legs of the closest guard, dragging him down to the ground with me. Moving as fast as possible, I climb his body into a side-mounted position, shifting my weight to drive my knee into his throat. He's putting up a hell of a fight, flailing at me with his baton and getting a few good whacks in. His three buddies catch up while I try to subdue him, getting a few pot shots in while my hands are too busy to defend myself properly. Ow, ow, ow! I snarl, twisting a little to avoid a headshot. Lifting myself up a little, I slam my knee down into the guard's throat, grabbing his baton out of his hands as he goes limp under me. As Sir Terry so wisely said, when their hands are higher than your head, their groins are level with your teeth or, in my case, level with my swing as I whip the baton in a tight circle around myself. They really should have standard-issue cups with their uniforms, especially around someone like me who's been trained from childhood to play dirty. If I had any emotional space for empathy at the moment, 
I'd wince in sympathy as all three of them double over in pain, hands instinctively protecting their abused balls. But to hell with that. Instead, I dart to my feet, slamming the butt of the baton against the nape of the right guard's neck as I drive my knee up into his face. <coughs> I'm starting to get used to the sound of bones snapping, a fact that really should bother me more than it does at the moment. His lifeless body crumples off to one side as I whirl on the one in the middle. He's just rising from his pained crouch, which presents his face very nicely at my level. Using the baton as a bit in his mouth, I vault over his back, twisting his neck around with my momentum. <coughs> He falls, his head twisted all the way around and his lifeless eyes watching me as I grab his K-bar knife from its sheath at the small of his back. The last one in this grouping doesn't stand a chance, not once I get close enough to bury the knife through the front of his neck into his spinal cord. He drops, his blood spraying in every direction. I'm already covered in so many people's blood, what's a little more to add to the Pollock painting that is my jumpsuit at the moment? I drop into a defensive posture, looking around the hallway as an eerie silence falls over the scene, broken only by the klaxon off in the distance. That was all of them. I'm alone in the hall with so many broken bodies. I sink to my knees in a pool of blood, letting my head drop forward as I gasp for air. Every breath hurts like a motherfucker, and my ears are ringing from the blows I took. I need to get up, need to keep going toward the stairwell door. But I take a second to wipe my glasses clean on a fallen guard shirt, squinting against the amber lights still flashing in the hallway. And then my ears tingle as I hear a door opening nearby, followed by booted footsteps. Fuck me, running, there's more? I close my eyes for a second, recentering myself and trying to calm my breathing. I'm so close. I stagger to my feet, grabbing one of the guards' K-bars and turning to face the new group as they burst into the hallway. Dear God, there's almost as many in this group as there were in the first one. A wave of despair tries to knock me cold, but I tighten my jaw. I beat the first group. I can do it again. Let's dance. I whisper, willing strength into my shaking legs as I move forward to meet them. Two of them are in the lead, batons in hand as they advance on me. I catch a hint of fear around the corners of their two wide eyes as they glance at the bodies on the floor, which fills me with a grim sort of pleasure. Still, they seem to think they can succeed where their fellows failed. They strike at me with their batons. I'm able to block them in rapid succession before slashing at their forearms with quick snake-like stabs. They recoil in surprised pain, giving me the opening I need. Stepping forward in time with the closest one, I reverse my grip on the K-bar and grab the front of his uniform with one hand, slashing his femoral artery with near-surgical precision. His blood makes the floor slick as he falls, but I'm able to maintain my balance as I whirl on the second, kicking him back and away from me against the wall. I follow him, slamming my chest against his to pin him as I stab the knife between us into him. His ribs give me a little difficulty. My angle wasn't the best, but I'm able to work the knife deeper, getting it stabbed through to the wall behind him as he slumps and his blood pours onto my abdomen. My ears prick up as something clicks behind me, and then my muscles lock up as a horrible heat spreads through my whole body. My legs give out from under me, dropping me into a painful heap on the floor as my muscles seize up. I can't cry out, 
but if I could, I'd be screaming in pain as several sets of boots stomp on me. A pair of strong hands grabs my arm and starts hauling me back toward my cell. No, no, no! The last comes out as a strangled shout as I fight to get my feet under me. My body isn't responding the way it should, not after getting hit with a million volts of electricity. The person hauling me grabs me under both arms, trying to get control over me, and I get some purchase on the floor with the balls of my feet. That's all I need. Shifting a little, I slam my forehead against the bridge of his nose. He screams, tries to drop me, but I hang on like death itself as we fall together. I pin him with my weight and keep slamming my forehead against his nose, driving the bone shards up into his brain. I'm dizzy with pain and vertigo, but I feel his last breath against my cheek, stirring the sweat-soaked hair, and the sensation sends a shudder down my spine. I roll off him, grabbing the taser wires and yanking them off of me. I can feel a horrible tug in my back as the hooks rip out of my skin, making me grit my teeth in pain, but at least they can't use those to trip me up. I'm on my knees on the ground, using one hand to brace myself against the wall as I struggle to catch my breath. There's still a handful of them left, approaching me slowly. The floor is slick with growing pools of blood, and the walls are covered in what remains of the poor fuckers who tried to take me on. Over the background klaxons, I can hear the ragged breathing coming from the remaining guards. They're afraid. I can feel the fear radiating from them, telegraphed in their hesitant movements. Hell, I'm afraid too. I'm so close. But there's still more of them than there are of me, and they only have to get lucky or smart once. Hissing in pain, I use the wall to try and claw my way up to standing. I slip once, twice. When I slip the third time, they manage to screw their courage to the sticking point. Two of them come running at me, letting out a war whoop. If I had the energy to roll my eyes, I would. Way to telegraph your moves, assholes. I let myself drop to the bloody floor, using my momentum and weight to kick the knees out from under one before rolling my full weight into the legs of the second. Both of them drop, and I climb the body of the second one. He tries to fight back, but I'm just done. I grab him in a rear naked choke and slam his face into the blood-soaked ground over and over and over again until he stops moving and I feel him go limp under me. Pushing myself to my feet, I look down at the one who lost his knees to my kicks. He's rolling on the ground in pain, and I see that his kneecaps are knocked sideways, effectively immobilizing him. I could leave him like this. He's not a threat to me anymore. But fuck him. Shifting my weight, I slam my heel into his face repeatedly before reaching down to grab his hair, bashing his bloodied face into the ground until he stops moving. I look up at the last ones left in the hallway. Five left that I can see. So fucking many, but fewer than there had been. Still, getting a full breath takes every ounce of my strength right now. No time to lick my wounds and breathe, they're coming at me at speed. I wait, my hands braced on my knees as I wait for the right moment. I wait, and I wait, and then I cry out as I miss the window, and one clocks my shoulder with his baton. Fucking hell, Sam, there's no time for this. I recoil from the blow, but I'm able to recover quickly, using my momentum to swing around behind the first one and grab him around the jaw and neck, 
pushing him back against the wall with me. <coughs> Using his broad back as a base, I jump up and press my feet against the wall, launching us into the other three. There's a metal door on the other side of the hallway, and I make sure this fucker's head goes into that with all of my strength and our momentum behind the ramming attack. The locks don't hold, and the door swings open with a head-sized dent in it. My mount drops, his brains smearing down the door, and I launch myself up at the off-balance one closest to me. He drops with me on top of him, and I rain elbows down on him until he stops moving. The others start getting up. Fuck me running, there's more? I can see the stairwell door! One of them gets close enough to swing his baton at me, but I'm able to grab his wrist. I have so little left in the reserves. Still, I have enough to push me through a last burst of strength as I move into a flying armbar, climbing him like a tree and using my weight to bear both of us to the ground. <clears throat> let it go. Let it go. I grab his elbow, squeeze my knees in tightly, and lift my hips. I'll be goddamned. It really does feel like a chicken being crushed in my hand. His whole body goes slack in horrified pain as he starts screaming, and I shift, slamming the back of my heel into his jaw. I can feel his jaw separating from the rest of his head as I stomp my heel into his face many more times than I care to admit. One more to add to the list of people who won't be going home today. I stand, my legs shaking under me as I look at the stairwell door. If I darted now, I might make it out without further incident. But there's still two of them. And even as I look at the door, I hear the sound of a handheld taser firing up. No. This ends now. I turn toward the one holding the handheld taser, my hands loose at my sides as I watch him. I feel like I'm swimming through treacle. Every movement costs me so much right now. But there's only two left. I can do this. He comes at me, juking one way to try and fake me out before jabbing the taser at my gut. I'm too drained to fall for the fake, and I grab his wrist in both of my hands. Swinging both arms over my head, I duck under, twist him around, and slam the business end of the taser into his side. He lets out a choked sound, his muscles locking up as I feel the electricity coursing through his body. I glance down and see the K-bar at the small of his back. Right. I can put him out of both of our miseries. I grab his knife and step a little closer, drawing his body closer to me as I slash the blade across his throat. Gods above. This feels like a scene from an anime, with his blood flying in every direction as his electrified body twitches its way to the floor. The final one retreats behind the door with the head-shaped dent, and my overactive senses catch the sound of a safety clicking off. I duck back as a shot rings out making my unprotected ears ring. But in order to shoot at me, he had to put himself into my line of sight. I pounce instinctively, slamming the door open as I grab his gun hand and force it out and away from me. We spin in a macabre waltz, arms outstretched in a horrifying parody of a formal dance frame as we struggle for control over the situation. If he gets another shot off, everything might end right now. I fling my way a little to one side, opposite the spiral we've been weaving, and he stumbles. Not much. This one is very good. But enough. I fling a leg behind his and trip him, dropping him into the doorway. His gun goes skittering away from his limp hand, and I see his eyes go wide in horrified realization as I stand over him and grab the door handle. Please, 
he whispers, his eyes filling with fearful tears. I don't waste the energy responding to him. If I tried, if I spent the time breaking down my trauma and fear and rage, I wouldn't have the strength to climb the stairs behind that door. Instead, I just shake my head a little, looking down into his eyes with a cold expression. I slam the door into his head again and again and again. The first one probably did it, but I'm possessed now, filled with the adrenaline and grief-fueled rage that's been boiling under the surface this whole time. I don't stop until I'm able to close the door completely, his brain matter spread across the floor and walls and my legs. God, every bit of this is horrible and horrifying. But, and this is the key part, there is no one standing between me and the stairwell door. I sag against the wall for a second, closing my eyes as I draw from the last reserves of my strength. My guys are here, somewhere. I need to find them. We need to find the secrets this place holds. And while I am shaking with exhaustion and pain, I'm still standing. That's the important part. Pushing off the wall, I head for the stairwell door. It's creak like music to my ears as I look up the stairs. Freedom isn't that far away. Letting out a tired little breath, I start climbing the stairs.